0: i don't know if you can hear that but if you could um i appreciate it having some weird sound stuff today uh, that was one of the funnier things i've seen in a while during a call for the devil's red wings game the play-by-play announcer says, we encourage all women to schedule a mammogram and we got a devil's goal this is interesting to see your daily sports podcast news narrative takes and gambling I just found that clip to be hilarious. It went super viral. Just one of those things like schedule your mammogram. We got ourselves a devil's goal. You can watch this show on Spotify or YouTube.com. And if you do, you'll see some stuff on the screen occasionally. Here's something uh, from Barstool Big Cat retweeting something from Anthony Puccio. Of Steve Nash pretending to be mad at a ref. NBA season has officially tipped off. Ben Simmons sucks. Russell Westbrook sucks. Giannis is good some of the news that we have Thursday night football preview coming up a little bit later. We'll also talk some world series stuff, the Phillies and the Strohs. We'll start with this. Um, Mike and the mad dog, Mike Francesa and mad dog Russo have been on WFAN. they kind of invented sports talk radio in a big way in the United States of America. They hated each other. They loved each other for years. They fought about stuff and they hated each other. And then uh, yesterday, mad dog who's now on ESPN. He's the guy that they put across from Stephen A. Smith to argue about stuff to replace Max Kellerman, you know the guy. There's always got to be a guy to argue with Stephen A Smith. So they the Mad Dog Russo. Anyway, he got into the broadcaster Hall of Fame and this is kind of a nostalgic moment. Both of these guys have been saying crazier, increasingly crazy and crazy and crazier shit. And now that we have the internet, people have been recording that crazy shit. And so they've been they're kind of going out of fashion, but people love them. And yesterday they they kind of broke up a while back. Mike Francesa has gone incredibly viral for multiple things, including getting mad at Donald Trump for the way that he handled the COVID-19 pandemic, which is ironic because he really liked Donald Trump. Anyway, so he called in to wish his old buddy a uh, congratulations on making the broadcast Hall of Fame. This is kind of a cool moment for me. And this is my show, so. Are not you glad that in a couple of days you won't have to hear anymore? Why is Mike in the Hall of Fame and you're not? Oh, I Why did hear a fan? lot. Yeah, I did. I, I, you've been hearing that for five years, but the truth of the matter is You've been in the Hall of Fame since the night I got in because I wouldn't have got in without you, so you've already been in the Hall of Fame for, I don't know what year I got in, I don't remember, but whatever year it was, 17, 18, whatever the heck it was, you've been in there since then, so it doesn't make any difference now. What a nice thing to say, Mike Francesa, always a class act. Not always a class act, but you know, it feels like a class act. A cool moment there in the history of Sports Talk Radio. Let's get into some NFL football news. The first thing, yesterday we had a quote-unquote blockbuster trade, which just means a starter was traded. Robert Quinn, who is a linebacker defensive end, for the Chicago bears and very clearly one of their top two or three players. He was traded from the bears to the Eagles for a fourth round pick. There's Ian Rappaport. Now these people are putting like this, see this graphic at the bottom says breaking news from Ian Rappaport on the fucking picture. Oh, these guys are getting increasingly, increasingly bigger losers. These NFL insiders. They're just getting, oh, that is so vain and stupid. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So the Eagles are going all in. Robert Quinn, he kind of plays defensive end. He kind of plays linebacker. He, he does a bunch of stuff. He's a really good football player. He tapes his fingers. Here, I'll pull, pull it up. See right here? He doesn't wear gloves, and that makes people wonder. I think it, people have a difficult time understanding if someone's good if they wear gloves. Uh, other news, <laughs> the Seahawks, God damn it, Russell Wilson. I mean, I guess we could just play the clip. Let's play the clip. I don't really get jet-lagged too often. You know, I don't, I don't really... Um you know, I've traveled they're going to, to london to get you know kind of get my system down but uh, yeah for me i was on the plane first two hours i was uh first two hours what was it was eight hours flight here So the first two hours i was watching the film getting, watching all the cut-ups and everything else and then for the next four hours i was doing treatment on the plane i was walking up and down the aisles everybody was knocked out i was doing high knees and working on my, working on my legs and everything else you know make sure i'm ready to rock uh, so that was good and then the last two hours of the last hour of that i i watched i fell asleep for one hour and I watched the film the rest so god damn it Russ are you fucking for real right now he said he was doing treatment for four hours first of all nobody believes him right but he was doing high knees on a plane while his teammates slept at a certain point you gotta realize like teammates are gonna be like get this fucking guy out of here or get me out of here is this, is he for real? Is he for, and he's counting down the math. He's like, what can I tell these people? Well, yeah, so I did high knees for four hours and I watched film for two hours and then I fell asleep for an hour and then I watched more film. Dude, wh- what? Just listen to an audiobooker. or like fall the fuck asleep. What are you doing? Oh my God. He's such a tool. Anyway, they play in London against the Jaguars um so nobody's gonna score any points in that game that'll be fun Aaron Rodgers after the game on Sunday says something to the effect of there are some players here who are not prepared uh, talking about his own team and some reps that need to be cut at practice and then on Wednesday he recanted and blamed the media obviously quote people in this society have a hard time hearing truth sometimes I'm not saying anything publicly that I'm not saying to those guys. So maybe that's talking about a conversation that's behind closed doors in public. But the level of accountability is the standard here. Again, I don't think it should be a problem for any of those guys to hear criticism. We all hear criticism in our own ways. And we've all got to be okay with it and take it and process it. And if it doesn't fit, then it doesn't fit. But if it fits, we've got to wear it and improve on those certain things. I'm not going to be a robot up here. You get it. What happens is, what all, what happened was, is what always happens is he talks shit on Sunday, and then on Wednesday, he calls the media stupid for reporting the shit that he talked. It's kind of amazing. He does it every single time without fail. It's fucking incredible. Um, he's just increasingly a bigger and bigger douchebag. We have breaking news. <sighs> ESPN has come out and said that Mac Jones's, or uh, the, his interception did not hit the Skycam. We have the video, bro. <laughs> Thanks for doing that investigation, though. That's really sweet. Good work. You're so sweet. That's amazing. Excellent work. Philadelphia Phillies, Houston Astros, World Series. Um, The Astros have not been to Philadelphia since the cheating thing happened. And now Philly is very, very excited to have the World Series. Um, The Phillies are going to win, and I'll tell you why. There are two reasons why. I said the Bryce Harper thing yesterday. The other reason why is they have a song. And about every two or three years there's a championship run that has like a song. And yeah, that don't fuck with that team. It's done. It's fucking done. Like it's like a real song, like it's not forced. Like it's like a real thing that everybody just it happens organically. Very famously the St. Louis Blues had Gloria. Uh Chicago Blackhawks had Chelsea Dagger. The Philadelphia Phillies have Dancing on My Own. And the whole town is singing it. The play it started with the players singing, all knowing the words. It's like their whole vibe together. Don't screw with them. They have a song, and now that song is charting again. It came out six years ago, which is the amazing thing about th- amazing thing about music. Check this out. Here is uh, four years after the release, "Dancing on My Own" rises to number eleven on the USA iTunes chart, being blocked by Taylor Swift. It would be the number one song in the country if Taylor didn't do an album. Look at it. This person is disagreeing, but everybody's chart's a little different, I guess. Who the hell knows? Irregardless, I'm going to keep doing that forever, irregardless. It's kind of a fun story. So I'm betting on the Phillies, of course. Let's get to Thursday Night Football and do a preview of the game tonight, the Baltimore Ravens. And your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who have scored three points last week and got demolished by P.J. Walker, who, according to Advanced Analytics, had the best performance of any quarterback this year, and that includes Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, who are basically perfect specimens. specimen I know it's not specimen, Relax. Ravens are one-and-a-half-point underdogs on the road in Tampa, Florida. The Ravens are going to win this game, I think. Um, maybe not. I don't know. It's past Tom Brady's Tom Brady's bedtime, but he doesn't have a wife anymore. Maybe he can stay up late now. As if he wasn't the one making them go to bed early. So Baltimore, one and a half point underdogs. I like them to win because two points and a win is so close. Threading the needle there is so dumb. I guess the other argument could be made that you might as well just bet on the spread. But the payout is like, it's plus 108. To bet on the Ravens to win. It's minus one ten to bet on the Ravens to win the spread. That means it takes a hundred and ten dollars to get an additional hundred dollars back. So if I bet a hundred dollars on the Ravens to win, I would then receive a hundred and ninety dollars plus whatever the book took. It's like hundred and eighty seven dollars. But at plus one hundred eight, at plus one oh eight a one hundred dollars bet nets me one hundred and eight dollars in return. It's like a pretty significant difference depending on how much money you're betting. And it's only one and a half point difference. So I like that. I also went through some props. I don't like, love many of the props. I do love Leonard Fournette over 28 and a half receiving yards. The reason I like that is because Tampa can't throw the goddamn motherfucking football. And so there are going to be check downs. There are going to be screens. And Fournette only has to break one tackle on one catch to get over 28 and a half. It could happen like before the end of the half on a stupid play where they dump it off. He gets nine yards here. He gets a little pop passer screen there. I think, that, I think that that's easy. So I like the Ravens to win the game. And I like Lenny Fournette over 29 and a half. As far as storylines go in this game, the Ravens have blown enormous fourth quarter leads in a, most of their losses. The Bucks just suck at football this year. Nobody in the NFC wants to be good, but the AFC isn't good either. And remember, Lamar Jackson is in a contract year. Where he doesn't have an agent. So someone's crashing and burning it tonight, I think uh the over under on the game let's go find out what the over under is because i'll be honest with you i think this game is going to be dog shit the over under is 45 and a half yeah under 45 and a half no doubt this is this this screams 19 to 13 that's a, such a big that's such a big win under yeah i that's such a big win when was the last time a bucks game went over 45 and a half tampa bucks let's just see how bad they are scoring points we got the Rams next week. Wow. The Rams the Rams are going to fall off the face of the earth too. Okay, so what's the number 45 and a half? Let's just count through the games. First game of the year, 22. Second game of the year, 30. Third game of the year, 20, twenty-six. Fourth game of the year was the Chiefs. That got to seventy-two, but it was the Chiefs. <laughs> That's that barely counts. Third uh, fifth uh, sixth game of the year was the wait, it where that was fourth? F- fifth game of the year is the Falcons. That got to thirty-six. So we're like not even getting close. We are a full touchdown short of this over-under in this game. The Steelers, that's 38, and last week, that's 24. Like, this is a home fucking run. They suck. Oh, my God. How many games have they scored multiple touchdowns in? So they got one touchdown against Dallas in the first week. Oh, holy shit. I think they got no touchdowns against the Packers. They may have gotten one touchdown. I can't tell. It's just a six. I'm not going to look into it. They are like not scoring touchdowns. Jesus Christ. Wow. The Bucks suck, dude. I said months ago, I'm going to go find out the episode. If he does it in the middle of season, I'm going to go find my prediction. I said, I said, he's going to walk away in the middle. I told you people that this would happen. It's because this is stupid. Go home just fucking graduate already for your entertainment. If you're watching on the screen, here's Ben Simmons missing a shot. Jesus. He sucks. He's got more fouls than points so far this year. That's a fact. Like, rate, review, subscribe. We'll be back and better than ever for football Friday. I think we have a pretty, should have been a good week, but going to be a boring week in college football Pro football looks a little bit better. The bills are back. Eagles are back. So that'll be fun. See you then.